Welcome back to Torah Imach Anachiyomi with the OU Women's Initiative. My name is Mrs. Micha Horowitz. Today we will continue our study of Sefer Tehillim, Perek Yod Gimel. Chapter 13, the introduction in the Steinzelt Ktuvim. This is a psalm of supplication. It seems to the psalmist that God has hidden his face from him and has delivered him into the hands of his enemies. He beseeches God to reveal his kindness and save him. In this capital, the psalmist brings up the concept, the Torah concept of Hester Panim. Hester Panim is brought down on the Chumash in Sefer Devarim Paraklamet Alf Psukim Yod Zayin through Yod It is one of the most difficult concepts um, the Major says it was harder for Hashem to write the topic of Hester Panim, concealment of the divine face, than the Klavos in Bechukosai and Kisavo, when Hashem hides his face, so to speak, from his nation, all hell goes loose and the world goes berserk. It is the most difficult condition we can encounter. And this, uh, Rav Salvechik speaks about in different places, that the Holocaust was a time period of Hester Panim, Rachman and when Hashem is Kamosha Inu Mashkiach, as if he does not supervise, then we go back to a time of Tohu Vavohu, chaos, primordial darkness, emptiness, confusion, and void. Let us begin the chapter. Lamanseach Mizmor the David, for the conductor, a song for David. An Ana Hashem Tishkacheni Natach. How long, Hashem, will you forget me forever? Very reminiscent of Yirmiyahu, the last psukim of Megillus Echa Parakei, ki im maos meastanu katsafta aleinu ad maod, lamala netzach tishkechenu ta'azvenu la'arach yamim. At the very end of Megillus Echa, the Navi laments, lamala netzach tishkechenu, which is exactly what the capital is saying here. Why, Hashem, do you eternally forget us? Ta'azvenu la'arach yamim. Abandon us for length of days, because even if you have utterly rejected us, you have raged sufficiently. So the capital here, Yod Gimel Pasuk Beis, like your Meow says, until when, Hashem, will you forget me eternally? Until when will you continue to hide your face? from me, such a sense of despair, a sense of Hashem is being hidden, Hashem is not apparent, the psalmist does not see divine providence in his life at a time when he utters these words, and you can sense the despondency very, very much. How long must I devise plans in my soul? Plans for what? To escape the clutches of the wicked, says the Steinzeltz Ketuvim, this groaning, the sorrow, the pain in my heart is there by day. I can't get away from the pain in my heart. Ad ana yarum oivi alai. Until when will my enemies raise their head over me? Habita aneni Hashem alkai. Look Hashem, see my suffering. Aneni Hashem alkai. Hashem, my God, please answer me. Ha'ira enai. Light up, illuminate my eyes. Pen ishan hamaves. Lest I go to sleep in eternal death. Pen yomer oivi. Lest my enemies say, Achaltiv. We overcame him. Saraya Gilu ki amot. My enemies will rejoice when I stumble and fall. However, King David says, Va'ani, but as for me, despite how much despair I feel, despite how bleak the picture looks, despite how much Hashem seems to have eternally forgotten me and hidden his face from me, nevertheless, we do not give up. Nevertheless, Hashem, I trust in your kindness. My heart will exult in your salvation. Hashem, 
I will sing to God. Kigamal alai. He is dal with me. Such a beautiful end to a capital of almost despair. And we see here the hope of the Jew to always recognize and realize the chasadim of Hashem that surround us. And yes, even though there are times in life when, like King David, at Ana Hashem Netzach, the Nisayan seems overwhelming. The situation might be so difficult that we feel Hashem has forgotten us forever. And we say, many. And never mind the individual situations we all face, but what about our sojourn through exile? 2,000 years almost since Chorban Bayesheni. Hashem, at Ana Lenetzach Tishkecheni. Until when, Hashem? Gaulish is synonymous with the condition of Hester Panim. The very definition of Gaulish is there is a separation, a divide. And Mechitas Habarza between us and the Rebbe Olam. Until when Hashem will devise plans in my soul. The groaning in my heart is all day. Until when will my enemies lift their head over me? Look, Hashem, answer me, Hashem. Light up my eyes, lest death overtake me. Lest the enemy say, I have overcome him. My enemy will rejoice. And nevertheless, what a beautiful end, a hopeful end of Amuna. I trust in your kindness. My heart will exult in your salvation. I want to focus on Pasuk Dalad now. Look, answer me, Hashem, my God. Light up, illuminate my eyes, lest the slumber of death overtake me. Where do we see this in our tefillos, or more specifically in our brachos? So this is a... Um, in. This is uh, this pasuk is approximated in the brachas hamapil, the final bracha of the day that a Jewish supposed to make is the bracha of hamapil, right when he goes to sleep at night. There's slightly different texts, Ashkenaz or Svard. I'm quoting from an Ashkenaz sitter. If you say Svard, it's slightly different, some variations. But bekitzer, this is the approximate bracha, and this is a bracha according to Nesach Ashkenaz. We bless God who casts the bonds of sleep upon to our eyes, usnuma al afapai and slumber upon my eyelids, and may you be your well, Hashem, Elokai, my God, Velokai, Vasai, the God of my Father, Shatashkivenu Lisham, Vasami Deinu Lisham. You should lay me down in peace and cause me to rise up, stand up, meaning in the morning in peace. And let not bad ideas and bad dreams and bad thoughts confuse me and confound me, Hashem. Let my bed be complete before Yaakov Avinu's bed was shalem, because all the shvatim were perfect. Let my progeny be whole and complete before you, Hashem, shalem. That's the next thing we say in Hamapel. Illuminate my eyes, lest I die in my sleep. Again, listen. What do we say in Hamapel? Illuminate my eyes, lest the slumber of death overtake me. Because you are Hashem who illuminates the pupil of the eye. Blessed are you, Hashem, who illuminates the entire world with his glory. So, this passage right here is recited every night in the Hamapil Bracha. The Hamapil Bracha is a Bracha we're supposed to say before you go to sleep. Um, if you don't say it, a nice idea to look into that you're supposed to be saying it. You're not allowed to benefit from anything in this world without a bracha, including sleep. Sleep is a tremendous matana from Hashem. And before we benefit from sleep, we need to make a bracha, just like you need to take a bracha 
before you learn Torah, you can't benefit from Torah without a bracha. Just like you have to make a bracha before you eat, you can't benefit from food and drink without a bracha. Okay, so too, we have to make a bracha before you go to sleep. And this uh, chapter of Tehillim includes a phraseology, a terminology that is included in Bracha Samata. I want to quote now from Rabbi Joseph B. Soloveitchik's Zatzel in the Sefer Blessings and Thanksgiving. Rabbi Soloveitchik speaks about the union between God and created and between parent and child. Rav Salvechik says, this union experience implies an assurance of perennial love and grace. There are annual flowers, which we have to plant every year, and perennial flowers, which bloom again and again, over and over again. This union experience, the union between parent and child, between created and creator, implies an assurance of perennial love, everlasting love, and grace. Not only is the child dependent upon the parent, but the parent needs the child, since it is the wish of the parent to share existence with the child. Therefore, no fear lingers in the heart of the child. He feels secure and certain of himself. God himself is involved in his existence when the child realizes, when we realize, like the child realizes his mother is involved in his existence, when we realize God himself is involved in our existence, there is no fear that lingers in our heart. This emotional dichotomy finds expression in the blessings. On the one hand... Man is never sure at night whether he will wake up the following morning. When we make the brach of a mantle, it's not just lip service. We're really asking Hashem to make our bed whole, to make sure we don't have bad dreams and bad thoughts, and perhaps we will slip into the slumber of death overnight. Says Rav Salvechik, on the one hand, man is never sure at night whether he will wake up the following morning, because there is no assurance, no guarantees were granted to him. Waking up the next day is a great and joyful experience. He has found himself healthy. He is in command of all his faculties. He experiences a rediscovery of a new existence of which he was not cognizant the night before. We're not sure when we go to bed at night if we will wake up in the morning. And when we do wake up in the morning, we have tremendous reason to rejoice. It's like a new experience. There is fear at night, says the Rav, fear that we might not wake up. Like we say in the Hamapil, Vaha'er inai pen ishan hamaves, illuminate my eyes, lest the slumber of death overtake me. And then there is joy in the morning. These are the bookends of our days. We end with Hamapil, we begin with Moda'ani. Actually, we have Salvation quotes from chapter 30 of Tehillim, which is the capital after I stop teaching you. Weeping may linger for the night, but at dawn there are shouts of joy. Each day man gives his soul back to the Creator. Each night he offers a sacrifice to his maker by returning voluntarily to God whatever he, the creator, has given him. Every night man sacrifices body and soul to the Almighty. The Rav quotes from Adon Olam. Into his hand I shall entrust my spirit when I go to sleep, and then I shall awake him. Now the Rav specifically speaks about this bracha of Hamapel. The prayer preceding one's retirement for the night, which is what we call the bracha of Hamapel, the prayer preceding one's retirement for the night, attests to the willingness of man to entrust his fate to God, to accept God's final edict in full submission and surrender. It is an act of giving up on the part of man, of sacrificing his very flesh and blood, his soul and spirit, of utter resignation and active submission, of offering his existence on the altar of readiness to promptly pay the great debt to infinity. Whew, the extinction of finitude. I'm going to repeat it for you, okay? Here we go. It's talking about the brach of Hamapel. The prayer preceding one's retirement for the night 
attests to the willingness of man to entrust his fate to God. To accept God's final edict in full submission and surrender. Hashem, whatever you decree, whatever the edict is, I accept it in submission and surrender. It is an act of giving up on the part of man. Man sacrifices his very flesh and blood every night. His soul and his spirit. Man, there is utter resignation and active submission of offering his existence on the altar of readiness. Are we ready to do the will of God? Do we offer our existence? To promptly pay the great debt to infinity. What's the great debt to infinity? The extinction of finitude. That's a bracha of Hamapa. If you determine, Hashem, that my time is up, I accept it. I submit. I resign myself. The extinction of finitude. Paying the great debt to infinity. And then, each morning, man regains his awareness. He suddenly discovers himself. His sacrifice was accepted, says the Rav. God has graciously taken the existential offering and returned it to him. When we are ready to submit and sacrifice ourselves, God accepts it metaphysically, and he returns our life to us. A new man is born. A new existence is created. Such is the gift of every single new day to serve the Rebbe Olam with the chesed, with the kindness like we ended yesterday's chapter, but at the moment that a person lays down to sleep, he does not know what will happen as his soul ascends that night to his creator. Each morning, says the Rav, man regains his awareness. He suddenly discovers himself. His sacrifice was accepted. God graciously has taken the existential offering and returned it to him. And it is as if a new man is born, a new existence is created. And so... Kapitel Yod Gimel, Habita, look, Aneni Hashem Alakai, answer me, Hashem, my God. Ha'ira Enai, illuminate my eyes, Pen Ishan Hamaves, lest I fall into the slumber of death. And yet, nevertheless, Ani Bechastecha Batachti, in your kindness I have Bitochon. Yageli Bibishu Asecha, my heart will exult in your salvation. Ashiwila Hashem. I will sing to Hashem, Ki Gomal Allah. I think I said that was yesterday's chapter. I made a mistake. It's obviously today's chapter. I hope everyone has new insights. If you say Hamapa, you have new insights. If you don't say Hamapa, look into saying it because it's a very important bracha. I wish everybody a wonderful day. Thank you for learning with me. Lezechonishma, Sonia Finkelstein. Allaha Hashalam, Chanasar, Bachayim Leib, Bat Chayim Leib. May the Neshama have an aliyah in the shush of these divrei Torah that we shared. Call to and thank you to all. I look forward to continuing our learning tomorrow. Have a wonderful day. Thank you.